good, y'all? Welcome back to the WYL Take Ownership Podcast, where we're all about taking ownership of your mental, your economics, and your community. I'm doing today with Franz Bowen and Andre Izugu. Here. And of course, you got me, Ofo Izugu. Appreciate you guys joining. We have an amazing show lineup ready to go. We're going to be talking about the journey of being a young, hustling, successful black man and still dating. And in that process, we want to hit you guys with the current events just to kick things off, starting with Kanye West and Jesus is King, following that up with Kaepernick and what happened over this past weekend, and finishing it out with T.I. and managing his daughter's hymen. So what do y'all say? Let's get into the show today. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, y'all. Kanye, right? (laughs) One of the most provocative people in history, like a lightning rod. We talk about Trump a lot, being a lightning rod. Kanye is very similar he just dropped Jesus is King about a month ago. You know, Dre, I'm going to start with you because I know you're the Kanye fanatic here in terms of being a lifelong fan. What What are your thoughts, man? I mean, just last, last what? Earlier this year, it was, you such a fucking hoe. I love it. Right. And now it's, you know, Jesus Walks Part 2. So Listen, what's up? What's up? I'll say this. I started listening to Kanye because in growing up, I was only able to ever listen to Christian music. So even though everyone at school was listening to hip hop and no pigeons and no scrubs, nah, not me at home. I snuck in the Kanye album because I just played Jesus Walks on the Loop. So to see him literally come full circle to an actual <laughs> Christian album, man, I'm loving every minute of this. And listen, don't get me wrong. Do I think he's it has a Shuck and Jive-esque to it, more of a capitalism? I'm just going to jump in this Kurt Franklin lane real quick. Oh, for sure. But that don't got nothing to do with my blessings. You know, I... Listen, that makes sense. What about you? How you feel about that? I mean, look, man, I I don't I don't like the presentation of what is Kanye. I think um, I enjoy his music. Um, I have historically enjoyed his music. I think that he he speaks a lot without really thinking of the ramifications of what he's saying, and I think it's to the disservice, unfortunately, of a lot of people of color. Now, everyone's held to their own position or their own opinions, but I, at the same time, I think to who much is given, much is tested, and there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And I think from that vantage point, I'm not the biggest Kanye fan, although I can separate the music. He, he's a musical genius. Mm-hmm. I don't think he always deserves the pulpit he gets from a verbal standpoint. And I've said this to Jay before, too. Like I don't like that when I hear him speak in an interview. He'll say nine very ridiculous points. And one that Kanye fans go, see, he's a genius. And I go, yeah. what? Like, you chopped it down. Like, yeah. come on. But that's, that's I'm just going to start there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what do you feel? Um, I don't know. As far as, like, mu- musician, because Kanye is a musician to me. So I think he's dope. I think as an artist, he's always showing you a different side. He's very multifaceted in his personality. You know, he's like the duality of man and shit. Um I don't look at him for a political opinion or Fair. anything. Neither do I. A lot of people look at him for and be mad at him about. Like I'm, I'm in no position to be mad at somebody's opinion. Like I don't care. Um, I think the album though, he had like two bangers on there. Just two. Um, actually, Bruh, track for track. Him, nah, nah. This Closed is this on not Sundays. A, no more Chick-fil-A. Yo, that is... That's, and I'll, that's I'll, very hungry of you. That is. You know what I'm saying is... Nah, I think... That's my track, I think, yo. like, yo, Follow God slaps. Yes. Um, yes. The best joint with Hammond. Kenny G. Yes. Slaps. Yes. Um, Water's growing on me. 
Yes. And then every hour. I keep that. it a buck with you. Like I'm not list. It's not like a repeat play for me. You know what I'm saying? Like really, Pablo was more of like, a, I, okay. oh shit, I can't get enough of this album. Like this joint is kind of like. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. it's I, I do I do I do <laughs> wow. rock with it. I do rock with it. Like the intro was crazy. Yes, but it's four tracks, and then it's kind of like I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. I don't have any immediacy with the album. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to his faith walk, again, like, I mean, if you grew up in church, you know, don't judge another man's faith walk. So right. fair. Whether or not he doing it for the, I just saw it in um, CNN, I think. CNN or Vice that he just got like tax exempt status. He did. For, for his, so for I'm his. like, hey, if you get closer to the Lord and you he just did a Joe Osteen uh, yeah. did a Joe Osteen uh, service. Oh my god! And dropped <laughs> just gonna, and dropped some amazing look, look, bangers look, 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 there too. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my thing. So like, all right, nah, first, like, look, get the bag, <laughs> do it through Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Like, but my my thing is, I think you know, to your point, bringing it back a little bit, you had mentioned, you know, you look at him as an artist, right, yeah. and, and not much more than that. Um, I, I'm okay with that point of view. I think what becomes difficult to kind of reckon with is, um, or reconcile, is the fact that he will inject himself in these very political spaces. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, his opinion can be his opinion, but when you're sitting in the White House across from Trump... See, now we're having whole, two different conversations. So, yeah, but, him, like he did, he but that's did last week... That's why we bring it talking about Kanye. Because like, his album is an album. I don't think we're correct. arguing if it's good or not. album's amazing. <laughs> like, but what he said sorry. last week on that stage, talking about some, and when I run in 2020, what, 2024, and everyone laughed, and he was like, what y'all laughing at? You know, I laugh too, bruh. Like, because you running is a joke to me. However, yeah, so Trump, that's what we thought with Trump. Keep up with them, Jesus is Kings. Two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, 20. You're working on with Dr. Dre right now. I Jesus will listen too. to every single one. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's cool. I, yeah, I have no problem with that. I think that's kind of, he's, he's a, I don't think he's that difficult of a figure to understand. I, I think nowadays everybody strives to be that, you know, misunderstood individual and misunderstood artist and I'm like right. I think <laughs> strive to be different like, yeah yeah it's like let's like look like we can all be different but it's like everyone people want to be misunderstood and I'm like yeah, that's yeah. weird to me like but yeah so we're gonna switch gears a little bit you know I'm sure you guys have heard of been tracking been watching this Kaepernick debacle of a situation occur over the last few years man, and I say debacle man. more from the NFL's point of view not from my, my guy Kaepernick's um I will say I can look at both sides of the coin, but I, I want to start with you, Franz. In understanding, you want to jump right in, bro? No, go ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, you know, Kaepernick, and just to give the audience some context, right? Kaepernick has been out of the league for three years. Like, three years, he has not been able to work a job. So, the reason being is that he was kneeling to bring, you know, resonance and highlight, you know, the idea of black bodies being killed um, and, and the fact that that's wrong. And so, as it actually an army vet, um, or military vet told him to take a knee as a, as a sign of, you know, as opposed to sitting down, as opposed Correct. to sitting down. Right. And he, nor, nor was he ever the first person to miss the, the, like the anthem and everything anyways, but all good. Here we are three years later. A lot of people have boycotted the league. Now people are watching again. Maybe they're not, whatever. This past weekend, the NFL host a, a workout that they told him about, I believe on Tuesday of the week, it was going to happen on Friday, on Saturday. Problem is the NFL calendar Tuesday is all favorite players where workouts happen. And so they had a jamming of liability waiver down his throat where they've changed the language. 
They've given them less than two hours to jamming. two two hours to uh, reply, which to me seems like jamming. If you've been this dude's been sitting for three years and you call them out of nowhere on a Tuesday, okay. and then on Saturday, you know they wanted they had what twenty five different team reps going to be there, but it had to be scouts because the GMs, the higher positions up, are getting engaged for their Sunday game. So yeah. as a result, you can't have even the top people there. So all yeah. that given context, um, what are your thoughts on how he handled it? And I didn't fill them in on that, but if you know if you want to fill them in, sure. man, yeah. So what he did was he booked a high school. He basically had his own combine, right? Quarterback combine in a like fifty miles away, what have you? Um, oh, I didn't even know fifty mm, miles 16. away. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you know, I think, man, when it comes to to Colin, like first of all, I respect what he dead, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a terrible burden to um, that he shouldered, you know what I'm saying, to, to sacrifice because, you know, you it's, it's, I can't be hard on him because this is something that he's trained for his whole life, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, he's he's bred. Like, you, some people just found out what they wanted to be in life. Like, he's wanted to be a quarterback forever. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, to, to have this kind of, like, taken away from him for a, definitely a larger purpose is, is like, a, it's a really ill story. And I tip my hat off to him because I don't know how willing I'd be to give up something that I love for, like, a super greater good. And I'm not, not no, like, I would turn my back on black people shit. I'm just saying it's a difficult sacrifice to make. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he wants back into the league, mm-hmm. right? Um he found the terms unfavorable. But generally, if you're asking for a job, like it's rare to go to an interview and tell your employer-to-be how you like... Rare? You, yeah. It's unheard of. It, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like... That's like literally like you get a call back for a job that you used to have, right? Correct. And you did pretty good at that job, yeah. right? But for what is happening... Clearly like, let go from the job. No, you opted out of the job. Sure, yeah. You left money on the table, and you was like, you know what, I'm going to go find my value elsewhere. There were one or two opportunities that you um, misplayed, like the whole wearing a Castro... You're being considered by Miami and wearing a Castro shirt, where mm-hmm. Cubans mm-hmm. don't fuck with Castro in right. Miami, right? Wearing them police or pig socks. your, your and... girl... And her passion to support you oh, disrespects man. a man, and the ratings, the, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. those are and like she got two. a public platform too. Right. right. So all right, whatever. Right. So there's that. Um. So now you're you you finally get a call back mysteriously. I don't know if we could credit Hope with that, but you know it's Brooklyn forever. We'll give it to Hope, considering you know what that's been the, the but, notion. Um, and they, that's even another conversation too. But. Right. So all of this, all of this happened, and then now you're like, nah, I don't want to meet at your office. Let's meet at the Starbucks up the, up the block. 50, 60 miles up so, the block. Yeah, so what is, <laughs> you know yeah, what so, so, yeah, and so it's like, there, like, yeah, my bad. I know I'm a bit long winded, but mm-hmm. how what I think is that um, you know, I mean, if he truly wanted to be back into the league, like what better story than yeah, I came through to your combine and I smoked. You know what I'm saying? I smoked the the test, like whatever y'all put me through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not like the league don't need quarterbacks. I'm a Dallas fan, by the way. Dak is killing. But it's not like the it's not <laughs> oh, like man. the I mean the you know my boy still suck, but whatever. Pause. Yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, at the same time, like it's not like the league don't need quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, all right, we're open the door. I know it's a regular. 
I know all of these things, but it's like you're just gonna spit in their face. Now it's like now it's like all right, what what point are you trying to make, bro? Well, but the thing is, and I, I you know I think the thing to add there too is his worry. There's been a gap of trust, right? So. You know, I, I talk about with this moment, it's highlighted a gap of trust, not just between Colin and the league, but Colin and Jay-Z. Because if it is true that Jay was behind the scenes pulling the strings, and I'd, I'd like to believe that from the standpoint, I, I was also, when Jay made the deal with the NFL earlier this year to basically be their creative director, I didn't think that was as negative negative of a move as most people thought it was. Yeah, I felt like gets I, a job. I looked at the last 25 years of what he's yeah, done yeah, in yeah. society for us and thought that, that warrants a. Sometimes there's moves that we don't necessarily understand in the beginning, but sure. they're leadership moves. Because we're not. In the so way. you have to wait to understand what what's gonna happen, right? So I don't I don't disbelieve that Hove helped pull this together. Could there be a part of the NFL that was trying to do this to get themselves off the hook for like all the stuff that's happened with Colin, Colin Kaepernick? Certainly, but at the same time, to your point, I agree with you. I think that is this is an entrepreneurship. You're applying for a job. So what what I believe with the situation is that for Colin. Going into the weekend, certainly there's a lot of irregularities. I think that from the wearing the Kunta Kente cloth to having the, the big fro, so I, I don't actually have a problem with any of it. Him moving it because they didn't allow the media to come there. It's like, yo, capture it on video. Make it transparent. The dude completed like 90 plus percent of his passes. He had a great showing. I worry, I think he worried, and his lawyer worried as well, if the NFL wouldn't necessarily highlight that if you gave them the only camera crew in there because that camera, the, the, what they captured would have disappeared. So at the end of it all, my only problem with how Kaepernick held himself for this past weekend was when he gets up in front of everybody, says, thanks for coming, has his own de facto kind of press conference, takes no questions, and then goes, the NFL has been hiding, um, you know, we've done our part, your move is next or whatever. I'm like, bro, why are you antagonizing the, your hopeful future employer? Like, I, I'll think, say I, think, I think Colin Kaepernick's move was a very Kanye West uh, knee-jerk reaction to how he handled everything. Yeah. I mean, he handles he handled that whole late rollout as I would think Kanye West would. Very much so about, you know, I'm the one here bringing value. I'm the one doing this. It was very about him in a sense as opposed to I'm going to be humble right now and realize my value in this space. I think he overplayed his card. I think he understood his role, understood the platform, and just played it a little harder than he should have. Now, is he well within his right to? Sure. Has he not worked for three years? Yes. Is that fair? No. Was he blackballed? Yes. Did he sue the NFL and win? 100%. The settlement. Okay. All of that in play, fully understanding. Now, I just can't wrap my head around how someone could do what he did this past weekend and it'd be okay and you applying to work for these niggas. That is wild. But here's here's the thing though, right? So, and I don't want to have an accusatory tone or any of this. This is purely speculation and no disrespect because I do have a lot of respect for Colin Kaepernick. But at the same time, I think Colin Kaepernick's brand and business model has already, I mean, it's been transcended football or what have you, but... Colin's brand almost needs adversity at this point because Nike did this whole rollout of they not letting my man in and, right. you know, sacrifice everything, you know, right, right, right. everything and all that other stuff. So he kind of, so the, so, you know, the NFL give it, extending the olive branch is kind of like, that kind of, you know, is a little dart in that 
in that whole image. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of needs the adversity for I life. Yes, but for, there's hold no on, high for school life after football. Between the 60 miles from, from the yeah. Falcons thing, you couldn't make it a little closer? Yeah, but a lot of people... No, but but what I'm saying is is that I, I think it's not even about football anymore. Like, a lot of people compare him to Ali, but I think um, his... It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. Sure. But Kanye it's like... Not. It's super weird. But at the same time, I think his window has passed. Like, I don't... And I can't even speak for another man's passion, but... I can't say that he needs to, if he wants to continue in his brand of being somebody that fights for good, um, I think a, a good lateral move would be to maybe speak on behalf of college athletes instead of, you know, kind of like exacerbating a dead horse kind I, of situation. I, I think, and I think, because it's kind of, it's kind of a rap. Can we agree? I don't that think so. I, I think that was a Jay Z perspective. What I think about is that, when, well, especially for for young black kids, yeah. a lot of times when you're growing up, you're you're talk when your parents talk to you about how to engage with the police. You know, I, I've seen a lot of my white friends when the police come to their door because it's too loud or pull them over, they can be very combative with the officer because sure. they're like, "You work for me. I, I'm my tax dollars, right?" Yeah. And so, and the officer that. They either, they either go, oh, you know, and back off, or they, they there's a stern volume back, but there's never any fear anything's going to happen. When you grow up in a black family, your parents tell you very early on when the officer pulls you over, 10 and 2, you, you, you let them know you're reaching for your wallet, you talk to them courteously, nicely. We should have, in terms of fairness, everyone should be able to talk back to the officers if anybody can in our society. But you're taught that because your job is to make it another day, sure. right? Over fairness. And so back to the core point of what we're talking about, self-expression is everything now, right? especially in American culture. It's been like that for a long time. But he should be able to express himself however he wants. But understand there are going to be ramifications that come with that. That's it. Yeah. You know? yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the. I mean, to piggyback off that point, I think also the situation kind of um, opened another can of words, especially with Stephen A. Smith. Like it kind of brings a conversation to the, you know, who's really down for the cause. Yes. You know what yep. I mean? About who's, that. What's, how, what's black? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what what black is? Yeah. And that's like who's shucking and jiving? And exactly. Who's in these streets? And yeah, I saw who's really in these streets. <laughs> I saw I saw a really interesting. Um, video on Twitter earlier today. I forgot the the gentleman that was speaking, but um he was basically talking about like, you know, tribalism. He's like, you know, a, a reason why like we kinda it's hard for a whole color to get on one page. Because we're all right. different people. Yeah, we're different people. We're and all, then, you we're know, a monolith. We're even, all different yeah. colors in the Crayola box. Yeah. Like, he also he also he I mean he kinda took it back to the whole like, you know, um, motherland thing with it you know you might be a different tribe than sure i might be a different tribe so just even our just even our like soul and blood mm-hmm. ties might are, are deep in a completely different level our that's why we might still have, have differences you know sure. we might headbutt because genetically we probably might not even really fuck with each other yep. right. it's kind of right. like but i i did want to you know kind of throw that on, out on the table because i, I thought Stephen a received a a lot of unfair critique. I agree. Because we aren't really given the license to disagree with each other. And and but yep. the reason why that is is because it's been dangerous for us to disagree with each other mm-hmm. in public. I agree. But the problem I have with that is is that it doesn't allow us to 
gain the tools of proper discourse with each mm-hmm. other. You know what I'm saying? To be able to disagree and to, you know, to disagree amicably and still be able to have the tact to move forward on the points that we do agree on. You know what I mean? Like, I, sure. I agree. I think I, I think the part that's missing from a lot of the context of what we talk about is a pretext. So Jay-Z and the whole um, everybody's backlash towards him for doing that deal with the NFL was really preceded by the fact that a month before that, Forbes had announced he was a billionaire. Yeah. So now we're looking at things through the idea of money and we all thought money changes people, yada, yada, yada. So as opposed to looking at 25 years of real work and his message, we now look at, oh, he's money hungry. So you fast forward with Stephen A. Just last week, it hit that he's getting paid eight mil a year to be the highest paid person in ESPN history. And so as a result, when people see that, and then a few days later, he's out here making an IG video Saturday night or Sunday morning or whatever, coming at Kaepernick so aggressively, a man who's been out of a job the last three years. People then take offense to that and then say what T.O. said, talking about, I don't think Max I'm like, bro, absolutely. 100%, 100%. It's like, yo, how is, like, what it, how is T.O. like the, the, the foremost authority on what black No, what, what, yeah, and what, ha- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that like, Stephen A. Stephen lost a. his, his cool day, a day before. Calling everybody idiots. And was mad T.O. had texted him yeah. on, um, yeah, you know, and through the phone. I mean, so that's why he invited him on the show. But he's not equipped to be in front of cameras talking about real yeah. issues like this. But he I think Stephen A. Smith did, Stephen A. Yeah. Smith did what any uncle that cared about your life 100%. Because there are family members that, like, if you were to quit your job or cut up, in that type of way, they'd be like, "Yo, what? What, what are you, you doing? doing you know what I'm saying?" What so I thought, are you I thought, doing? I mean, but the thing is, is though, you know, and that's that's another thing. I think it comes, it speaks to a, a deeper issue when it comes to like ego and stuff like that, because you got to be able to take that chastisement sometimes, you know, to be able to like really improve. Because this this is helping a lot of generations coming up, and it's detriment, right? Like, cop. Colin Kaepernick is trying to do for us in a way that we can, like, to your point, be expressive, you know, and to be able to be heard and to still be authentic and, you know, be able to move unfettered to, like, follow your goals or what have you, right? Stephen A., however, sees, for from somebody who's been in that arena... 25 years. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he's he's trying to make sure that, you know... There are you you move tactfully in mm-hmm. that like that's my whole issue with Colin Kaepernick's whole thing. He didn't have a plan in his well, mind. I don't think he ever thought this would ex- escalate to exactly. Where it got. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. He didn't have a plan. Well, like how he, could you not when you change the no? Ra- but the last how, how many oh, no, 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 sixty no, 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 no. miles I'm talking away. about way back? Yeah, the just knees, just the in his mind, he's probably oh, yo, he didn't kneeling. expect that to turn okay, into what okay, it was probably. I'm a I'm a just kneel. Sure. The press is gonna ask me while you kneeling. I'm a sit. Yeah, I'm a sit. Then I'm a kneel. The press is gonna ask. While you kneeling, I'm gonna just say, "Yo, the police is killing us." And in his back mind, to work. it was supposed to just, Do "Oh my god!" Like yeah. the police, yeah. let's get the let's get the government involved. But now it's like, nah, let's get this nonprofit institution, which is crazy. The NFL is a nonprofit institution, correct? Yeah. Um, but let's get this nonprofit institution to affect legislation somehow regarding, like it's it's just it it, it just went awry. Well, well, let's let's do this just so in the interest of time, right? So we we've talked about now Kaepernick. We've talked about um, and his experience and what that whole thing's been. It's it's you said something recently like authentic, being authentic, being real. Like 
so T.I. recently had a conversation. That's a, a wild segue. And I'm, I'm segueing because <laughs> in his mind, he was being authentic and real. Another Kanye I, West decision. I hit with some backlash. Another Kanye expecting. West decision, so, by the way. I, I got to ask, you know, because we're, we're talking Jesus. later on about being young black men and dating, right? And sure, so we have sure, sure. on ourselves. Do we have opinions on Listen, women as well? I have a very unpopular opinion about so, the T.I. situation. So take, take it away. Listen, as a father of a five-year-old and, and father. And, and quick note. So T.I. was on a podcast recently. Forgot the name of it. Not going to research it right now. But, and the reason why I say that is because they removed the podcast. But in the conversation, he talks about making sure his 18-year-old daughter is still a virgin. He talks about making sure with her gynecologist appointments that her hymen is still intact. So I, I want to throw it to Andre. You got something you want to say? <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely do have something I want to say about that. It's ladies like us, okay, mm. with a couple of ladies that I do not know. That's that's the podcast. Uh, so, but they are on podcast one. Shout out to them. So, anyway, I think that the whole situation. I believe that Ti was just being exaggeratory. Like he just was doing the most, like. just ex- being expeditious, being Ti, just trying to say something just to kind of get the buzz going, um, and get these two ladies because it was specifically talking to ladies, kind of get them all a little roused and you know not in a sexual way, but in like a oh my god you know type mm-hmm. of way, and it worked. However. As a dad, when you're raising kids, especially in this very sexualized age, man, like kids are exposed to all types of stuff from super young. And I'm watching my daughter like ask me questions about things. I'm like, you are five. So I know that all that crazy stuff is just right around the corner. I'm, I, I heard what he said. I laughed. I said, wow, I understand, brother. I don't think I would match that same energy, but I understand. However, here we are today with people calling him all type of crazy names. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I understand the energy when you have so, a daughter, a young kid in this day and age. I so understand that energy, yo. Of like, I, um, that the, 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 the energy so, so you, of... So your daughter's 18. And yes. What, what, how how do you handle it? You know? I mean, well, first off, nah. Her mom is going to her guy appointments. I'm not going. Uh, honestly, I'm not going. Um, mm-hmm. And no, I'm not going to be... Is she still a virgin not? I don't need that info. I really don't. Just don't don't come home pregnant. So, what's interesting about what you said is that I think, and that's a big thing that I think we miss a lot nowadays. You're so you have empathy. You understand where he's coming from. Sure. But there's still a responsibility that 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 it, that comes with that. 100%. So you still are going to be like to your wife or your girl or whatever. You're going. You with, got that. Yeah. You're still going to be like you know. I don't want to know if she's a. I prefer her to be a virgin, but I don't want to know. I, I, right. So yeah. that's the, like the dissonance between the two. I think he went all the way there, and then on top of that, said on a public podcast, which I think was just the podcast. I don't think he's really doing this. Oh, they, his daughter unfollowed him and the family. I mean, that's all that. the. That, that's how the, do you, Mr. Franz? <laughs> Clifford Clifford was definitely wilding with that one. Mm-hmm. I think um I'm I'm a, I'm probably a little bit more uh different. I don't have any children, ladies. <laughs> uh <laughs> no, nah, but no, nah, I don't have any children. Um like Dre said, the energy, like, okay, I understand the energy because if I'm a father, I would want to know my my principal concern in that situation is that my daughter is healthy. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like, I like the whole virginity thing. I think um, you know, it's a privilege. Like, it's a privilege to have somebody to confide in you, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's a certain level of trust there, and I know you know in our societies or what have you, especially as black folk, you know, 
from the diaspora. Like, there's always been kind of this, um, this barrier or this line between child and parent, right? Yes. And then you know you don't want to blur it because there still needs to be respect and deference there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I'm a believer that you know if if in the future my daughter tells me like you know she been fucking, it's the language I got to use. Sorry, y'all. But oh, as a father, I'm gonna feel so that. Aggressive. <laughs> but as a, I have a moment. Oh, Hold wait. on, brother. I can't. I can't. Yo, I mean, yo, your baby. I need some listen, wine, bro. Dog, <laughs> your baby mom is somebody's daughter. Yeah, that's not my problem, though. And you have a daughter. I she do. Ain't get here randomly. You, I, I know exactly how she got here, bro. I know exactly. everything I did. So to get I don't want. Here. I don't want to introduce any thoughts into your mind, but every daughter is a mother, so to speak. I don't want to introduce no thoughts into your mind, though. So, but let me hear it. I want to hear it. But my, my, yeah, let me bring this this circle around. Circle this wagon. Um, I think that Ti. So many jokes that could have been my Yeah, I think, I think Ti. Um, in in a way. And this is probably strong language, but I think he desecrated the sexuality of his daughter. And I don't mean sexuality in the terms of eroticism. I mean sexuality in terms of, you know, part of her her feminine identity, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of because this is something like I wouldn't want my father talking on a podcast yes, that's yes, syndicated yeah. about my vagina, right, 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 right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And especially that in part. that way, like feeling so, so controlling. Is that yes, part. Yeah. And then it's it's a, it's almost a form of like you know female mutilation, yeah, but yeah. Sp- in the spiritual aspect, right? And mm-hmm. then on top of that is like the physical, like the the, the extreme, extreme, extreme of Ti's uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. Well, my assumed because he probably mm-hmm. had the best of intentions with that, but my assumed. Uh. But look, my assumed thing, like the extreme of that is like in China where, you know, yes, yeah, boys yeah. are more coveted than girls. So girl babies are cast away to now where, you know, that population, they're seeking wives in Africa. They do right. a lot of business yes. in Africa because there are no women to, you know, help supplement right. the, you know. Because they're only allowed to have one yeah. kid. And so, the thing. Yeah. you know, or, or, you know, a little bit further, a little bit to the west of that female genital mutilation yeah. or think, well, to the east yeah. of that foot binding. Like, yeah, it's, it's just this ideology of control Correct. that should not permeate the way it does. Well, let me, and let me hop in real quick. So, you know, he was called to the principal's office to meet with Jada Pinkett Smith on Red Table Talk. So we'll see how yeah. that ends up going. Yeah. Um, my Shout out to somebody the homie else on John Jack. You know, um, editor yeah, on that. editor on you that. Congrats to him. Um, I, I, you know, my, my thing I'll say until, you know, kind of wrapping and segueing into the next piece here is that to me i think what he did was wrong i think um um proper attention was brought to it and i'll caveat that by saying uh, to me actually i think more attention was brought to it actually than it probably should have had in in the range of everything that was happening Mm -hmm. um in society especially for people of color especially for black people um, when I think about uh, my concern, a lot of times I think we start to argue in the clouds, especially for educated Black people. Uh, you 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 circle you yourself. You, you you around you ends up being people that have achieved a lot, who think 
in some way similarly to you, even if they challenge you, is still progressively forward. And then as we're having this conversation about T.I., someone gets stabbed up over Popeye's chicken sandwiches in Silver Spring, Maryland. We gotta talk about to that me, too, by To me, it's like... Have you had the sandwich? To, to, I, I have, have. I have. I have. But to me, it's like <laughs> we're, 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 we think we're representing Best chicken sandwich ever. and we're speaking to people and we're missing a lot of our own people who are still worrying about getting stabbed over a chicken sandwich. Yeah. So, um... It is better yeah, than Chick-fil-A, though. It's Yo, crazy, though. I just want to say <laughs> your segues and, like similes tonight have been on point. So let me just bear you. That's on. love. Yeah, that's love. Yeah, that's yeah. love. You that's know, love. I bear you some love, too. That's love. That's love. Well, next time y'all chicken get, sandwiches the next thing we news. move into, Yo, man, is about to be how y'all date. That's going to so be, that's, that's gonna be the next segment. Chicken sandwiches and hymens. I love it. I mean, I think it's better than Chick-fil-A sandwich. I really do. I do. Oh, But before before we we do that, I do want to put like a little energy in the air regarding this. You know, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you. Um, secondly, you know, on your adventure with your child, I, I, I encourage you to think about the things that, um, you know, that you kept from your parents. And, um, you know, while you'll never Everything. know 100%, like, you, you got to know that your child is going to confide in. If you can't take the little things, mm-hmm. they're going to keep the big things from you. you well, so let me just interject on that real quick, because being raised by Caribbean and African parents... I kept everything from my parents. I ain't talking to them about none of thing, nothing in regards to sex and yeah. just and where things are and just relationships yeah, and all that. That ignorance that, can get you in, in trouble. That is, there was no open dialogue for that stuff. My brother was in the car when I was 15 years old and our dad turned to me. I mean, he was sitting in the car too. He didn't care about him at the time. He turned to me and said, if you ever get a girl pregnant, I will cut your dick off. And did the whole snip, snip shit. And at the time, I knew my dad was a cardiologist, but I knew he was. A, I thought it was like a surgeon. So I'm like, this brother could probably really cut my dick off. So I'm good on open conversations about sex. This just wasn't a thing growing up. So I do believe that there should be more room for parents to allow their kids to talk to them. But I feel like millennials or even the generation right before us, they've kind of moved that way out of bounds where yeah. these kids think that they're their best friends that can talk to them any old way. Which, yeah, there's which a is, middle which ground. Which is why dudes are like super rapey, by the way. But that's another conversation. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah, dating. Wait, nah. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to WIL Take Ownership Podcast. We're going to jump right into it, y'all. So, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know the thing. Yeah. So basically, let me give you all a story. So this past weekend, I was asked to speak on a panel about what it's like to be a young, black, hustling, successful man and to be dating, particularly in New York City. Um, and you so were asked to be. You were asked. On the you panel. Got and now, <laughs> now, now, so shout out to Danny, so... Gildia, Brothers in Briefcases, you know. Oh, your um, word. Gildia, much love. A lot of love. I don't know y'all, but yeah. much love. They've been, you know, uh, Danny's on our podcast before, too. So all love. And I'm just extending the topic y'all started. Oh, I feel like Danny Arts? One. No, 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 This is Danny Bo, according to, you know, Instagram. But Danny from uh, Convos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, glad, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know him. So, <laughs> glad to have y'all tuned in for this. So, it's going to get real a little bit, or at least, you know, it's an anticipation of thought. Um, so, I'm going to start I'm gonna start off with something basic. Like, what's y'all. How basic we thought. What's what, y'all. How do, how oh. do, how do y'all. That'll come back to me oh, at some point. Oh, it will, sir. How do y'all look at the what what how would you define dating today? That's a good start. Man, oh, you man. are low key asking the wrong person because I don't date. Man, um, that's so here we go. But at the same time though, 
I think dating today, at these these days, like everybody's kind of fast track. It, it depends on what you're looking for. Some people are just looking to hang out, and some people are just looking to smash. Um, so no one's looking to love. <laughs> Yo, so it's funny you brought that up because I, I just mean, read a quote know, today. I think as long as you got that. the love of Christ, <laughs> you should be fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I, I think dating these. Well, I don't know. It, Every from what I hear on the streets, you know, dating is a dating is a dog. Let me just date. You you do have a definition of dating. Let me jump in here real quick because I think uh, I got you. Considering (laughs) too many of my ladies watching this, right, right. Well, I'll speak. I'll speak from a perspective of someone who kind of have dated, been married real early, divorced, dated again, and kind of boot up. Well, really boot up, not kind of, but like boot up. Trouble, kind of moving oh, in this space. I did divorce thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, almost a year now. Yeah, for real, for real. Oh, you thought I was just having another kid out here and being married to someone else? No, nah, I ain't that messy, bro. I'm not. Nah, I, I'm I not. had no. You had no real understanding that's He's like, my life for you just went up. <laughs> in terms of experience. I thought you wasn't fairing it out out here. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did read this quote real quick, and I heard it today. It was refused to, from my man, uh, Donald Schuler. Shout out to you, homie. Uh, my Hamilton. Uh, uh, inner what was it? My Hamilton audition partner, dope, whatever. Dope. Refuse to be a serial dater. Date to find your soulmate and be intentional with every word and action you give, receive. I feel I that you. as millennials, we either are doing this or we just out here just talking. And by talking, I just mean fucking. Like, period. Either we just out here just trying to hook up and trying to see what that's about, or we are very serious. Usually it's the females that reach the more serious parts of wanting to be in a relationship first because they're the ones that in real life have an actual ticking time bomb. Like, or uh, feeling like, you know, I'm losing my, my, my prime years of having kids or starting a family. And that's a real stress on them. And so in turn, they do a lot of, I guess, you know, millennial microwaving, assuming that when they see this guy, they kind of imagine their whole life with you. Mm-hmm. And then, so then they got you all, you know, I'm going to take you to see my father, my mother, my family, and you fit the mold of what I'm looking for, all boxes checked. They do that process a lot faster than guys because they actually feel like time is running out for them as opposed to guys we're not so much in that space. So if you were to if I were to say what dating is like today, dating is two two versions. Either there's this microwave version of dating where people just tend to assume uh what someone is and then try to just move in that space and end up crashing and burning after three to six months. Or there are people that are very intentional and actually take time and build a real relationship. And I can say that because I did both. You know, I ran real fast, got married real young, had a whole kid, and it wasn't the space I should have been in. And then now I'm actually taking the time and being really intentional, and it's actually really working out. So when you take you take mm-hmm. both routes and so have fun when I the think about way. when I think about dating, I think that. Um, it's back to like defining what it means, you know. I, uh, so I would like to take a moment to let the audience know that you're hearing from the light skinned member of the podcast. <laughs> that is very true. I forgot to mention that. You know what? Look, Idris Alba out here getting a lot of love, uh, uh, even though John Legend beat him for Sexiest Man Alive. So, look, y'all skin brothers, y'all got y'all got y'all burn out here too. That's I mean, that's John Legend Wait, is the sexiest man alive. He, 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 oh, y'all, where you been, running, bro? Running joke, but also, shout out to the brother. He's a good guy. Yeah, peace. I don't got no yeah, opinion. Yeah. I mean, he just ordinary people out here, yeah. but you know, All that's right. just shout out to Instagram, Twitter for the jokes. Um, <laughs> so, what, what I would say is that I think you know, thinking about what is what does dating mean, right? Like, there's so 
to rewind a little bit at the event, this young lady raised her hand and said, you know, this a guy I'm talking to right now, you know, but I only hear from him once a month. Like, mm. you know, <laughs> so that was the response, right? Wow. Like by a lot of people who were and, and home, homeboy to my left who said I'm gonna be the bad guy tonight, raised his hand and gone, I'm sorry, Ma, but you Not ain't dating him. You talking, you ain't like no, like and my thing is, you know, that's what sucks. That's why I don't. I, my bad to interject. No, you're good, but you're this good. is why mm-hmm. I'm such a proponent of the hot girl movement. Cause elaborate. Like, what you mean? In the sense that it's kind of like, yo, like Shorty's like Liberation. she probably really likes this dude, and he's probably playing around. Like, sure, you know. So I'm not mad when women, you know, take the rocket, run with it, what have you. I'm like, yo, it's like. The game is a game. Yeah, man. Get your cloud up out here, yo. I don't so doubt. My, I don't doubt that that so, dude actually probably really likes her, but just knows the mood she's the mode she's on, and is literally just keeping her in that lane and just touching base well, once and, in but, the but blue. This is my thing. So I think there's a period of time where you're just you're out in the world figuring things out. There's another period where you're you're talking to someone, right? That's the idea to me of you talk a, at least a few times. Adults now talk at least a few times over a couple of weeks period of time. Sure. Dating to me is we are we have now gone on multiple outings together and it 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 you are either there or close to being in a space where I'm thinking if I'm going to like a work event or whatever first my plus one might be you uh, if not my boys at a work event well I'm talking so, about uh, well that's but but I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is like when I think of like the actual terminology of dating like you're progressing towards something this it so people say I'm dating multiple people I'm like you're not actually dating you're just talking to you're multiple talking people. I agree dating to me is like you're you're starting to narrow and hone in on this individual yeah. and that's happening boyfriend girlfriend means dating well. I'd say then you graduate nah, to boyfriend girlfriend. Girlfriend is boyfriend girlfriend. Really? Then you dating graduate to that. Dating same. is not the same. So at, okay. at that, if at I'm that spending money on you consistently, but see, but that's dating. Well, that's so more of an accounting one issue. Person, yeah. One person. One person. One person consistently. You my girl. That, but that that's but see that's still see. And that's, now, this is how dudes begin they feel this hurt. Right. the money right. on these girls. But the thing like, is, well, but all right, so I'm going to rewind a little bit. I, I, I love you brought that up, though. I, I love that, though. Because, so back in the day, uh, back in my college days, what I mean, um, I remember talking to my homie David about this concept. We had just got from a party and we were joking about how, like, the three of us could go to a party back in, like, high school, back in college. And the next morning, we would be talking about it. You went home with a shorty, right? So the next day, we're talking about it together. And Franz and I are like, yo, last night was whack. Like, that party was whack. And you come in like, yo, last night was lit. Like, the party was dope. Fact. And like, it was only dope because you got some, right? And the thing is, like, even you could be the most attractive dude, have a, a, a high close rate, and that shit still be in your low single percentages of when you go out. Like, you're not, the idea of going out and taking a girl home day one is not really as common. I think people play it out to be. Right, or at least in that that period of time. So you, we, what we, our conversation was about was reframing what a successful night looks like in terms of fun. And it's like if you're with people that you can create fun with, no longer do you tie the fun of a night to who gets the draws. You tie it to like, yo, I was on the dance floor, I had a good time. I, I met some people, I got some numbers, whatever. Like, but you had a good time. You don't tie it to one thing. I, so well, I, hold on. So the reason why I bring that up is because I think if we looked at dating in a similar way, the act of going out with someone. When I go out, as a, as a man, everybody has different perceptions on this now because it's a new age or whatever. If I go out with a woman, I expect to pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want, I don't want her to act like I'm supposed to pay. That That's semantics for just for whatever. But I do expect to pay. I'm not going to take you to that restaurant. So when I'm taking you out, my, my, my goal is to have a good experience 
in this moment. That's it. Yeah. Anything that happens after that could be extra. But I don't. I'm not counting on you to be my one and only because I took you out on two twenty dollar dates. That's just not a real thing in my perspective. Well, that's not what I was but, saying. Also, so we're going for these twenty dollar dates in New York, bro. I'm about to say twenty dollar dates. What's nah, that? actually, you you you, you, can. you can finesse, but still, okay. You I have yet to, I have yet to find one, and park. I've been pretty consistent with coffee for a while, and I've yet to find a twenty dollar date. I don't do LinkedIn. Twenty dollars per, but. To your point, let me just bring you. Let me just bring you back. No, we're gonna have to. Let me just bring you back real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let me bring you back. Let's bring you back real quick. Okay, so first off, you talked about college and you know going out and being able to you know bag a chick. That's not as common, you know, back in the day as people probably made it perceived to be. Maybe I don't know at Albright. It surely was because I guess it's a smaller campus. And we see each other much more frequently. So when we go out, you pretty much have the same group of people that you know you're going to meet. So you've already done the, the legwork. Like I think you said well, it before in terms of oh, social media. Yeah, what, I, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about the idea of going out, meeting somebody fresh. And not in this, night. not today in 2019, not 2009 for sure, because the legwork's already done. By the time you go to the Dude, bar, we're, we're talking you know things, everyone. What I'm saying, yes, you're talking about the legwork being done. I'm talking about the idea of going out, not knowing it. it's fresh. Everyone's new. Got you. And then that's the, the clothes that's not as that com- is that's different. Not as common. Certainly, that's what no, I'm talking about. I yeah. I, I agree on that. I just want to say for the record that. Close rate. Would you like to elaborate on <laughs> what that terminology? Sure, sure. Nah, what I mean by close <laughs> rate, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like close rate is the idea of when you go out, how often do you go home with somebody? And so what I'm saying, I pretty is, high numbers in college, bro. I mean, but. We're, I mean, there's 365 okay. days in a year. And there's 52 weeks. I wasn't going out 365 days in a year. Well, there's 52 weekends. So how would <laughs> I wasn't at college 52 weeks either. All right, so, so now <laughs> the numbers change. Come on. I just said I had high success rate from when I went out, and I had a good night. That's all I'm saying. Hey, y'all need to cuddle with your Bible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. saying. That's what y'all need to be doing. No, I'm just saying. Uh, 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 so I, I, but the, the goal was to be very real and authentic here. So, um... <laughs> So back to to to, to I want to follow up. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I want to so I, all right. So let's 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 dig a little a little deeper, right? So for y'all, what what is um I'm trying to think. I want to think of two questions that I was hearing that night that either women were posing in the audience or that we were asked. Oh, I'm more interested you know in what? the feminine questions. What, Me too. Yeah. What what are what are and I'm just literally repeating a question that Danny had asked, right? What is a trigger for you in terms of somebody you're dating? What 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 is a have you found yourself to be triggered by? Triggered by like in a in negative terms way, of, intelligence, oh, action, intelligence, intelligence. I'm very intelligence. fastidious, and sometimes I'm like, "Yo, where do I get the balls?" But like, it could be anything. Like, I'm just so very... un-, un Stephen A. Smith that for us. Yeah, because well, uh, fastidious, like picky. You T I P out here. Like, um, so I, I generally, I'm not gonna hang out with you. You know, I've I've evolved to the point where like I'm I'm looking for more of a fulfilling experience. Like if I hang out with you and I gotta think about what I gotta say mm-hmm. or I feel anxiety or whatever, then we probably she shouldn't be one. hanging out. I agree. Like, you know, I'm more so looking for somebody that like, you know, or whoever that has a complimentary spirit to mind. That's like you know, you can talk, and then even after. You know, if, if you don't speak to them for like a little while, it's cool. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's, there's no time, no space, you know, and they're, they, you feel full after an encounter. I mean, but at the same time, like, 
I mean, I can't front. Like, you know, I'm definitely a flake. I've definitely... Ghosted you know, girls? I wouldn't say ghosted, because... I don't know. Then what does flake mean? Well, we're not going to get into that. Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can see us around this yeah, door. You can't enter this space. This, is, can, this is a brain nah, space. Well, let's all just, right, <laughs> so, but when I say flake, like, you know, I mean, I might feel a different way. Like, I feel like if I have to force it, then it's not worth it. I'm more into, like, a natural flow. I got that. You know what I'm but saying? What do you and do I'm a water after sign. you realize the chick is not Wait, what, worth your, your time? Sign? What's your sign, bro? I'm a Scorpio. So, I'm a water sign. So, okay. I'm very, like, you and know. same. Man. I'm a Cancer. Yeah, man. I'm a you Pisces. Yeah, that's for me, I'm more so, you know, I, I care about what I care about and don't care about, care about what I don't care about. And, you know, there are a lot of great people out there. I'm pretty sure that I've turn people off at some point or sure sure but, but so but when I you got, say flake yeah. and you and flake you, what like do you, what are you doing what when you realize that the they are not the one for yeah. you and they and they blow nah, you but up. you 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 know it from from jump That's not what we're talking sure about. how do you handle about, that how do you handle what's a flake what does flake mean in what does flake mean sometimes what are you doing to these females I'm not doing these anything. Women. How are you to disrespecting these, these females? These women. I'm not these women. These women. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not. We got something for you to unpack next. You're right. Time. You said something that was funny. I'm right, not disrespecting any women or none of that. Mm. What I'm saying is though, like I've definitely flaked on dates. Like I've like just not showed up. Nah, I'll, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll give you like the at least the hour and a half before notice. Like yo, it's a dub. Hour and a half before. But I don't lie. Okay, like, I'm not going to make up a bullshit At least story. I don't go there and then you Wow. Okay. All right, well, that's how we learn what it means. Okay, so right. I said triggered. The first word that came to the, out of your mouth was intelligence. My God. Well, how are you triggered by that? Because conversation does it for me. It, and, and, and here's the thing. I'll, I will say this. So you're saying triggered I'm in a, a good way? No, 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 no. I mean, in a bad way. So I will say this. I approach relationships very much so like females do, which is why I tend to have pretty high success rates. Like women do. Like women. What? Females is a bad thing to say females? Nah, because it's... Unpack that for me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how because... The word for me is more of like just species. Yeah, that's, that, what, that's, that's, that's what I'm the, saying. But at the right same now. time, it is a so female is now a derogatory term. It's been like that for like it's been like don't for like don't do that. Yeah, yes, it is bro, because yeah. it's kind of like you're testing them by their body parts. Like you that, you know, all exactly. Like, I just there, filled out an application fee for an apartment woman. and it said sex. Do you write male or female? That's because it's sex, right? Like you're like you so. When you, I, I, whenever you it's just it, easier to say for women. Okay. Yeah. All right. You yeah. know, there, well, there's a time and place to use that. Because I, I don't mean it yeah. in a derogatory sense. We I, live I in a mean time where you have to, you but know, intelligence. Let me back up. Let me let me attack intelligence really intelligence. quick. Facts. Yes. Why is that so, a trigger? It's a it's a trigger for me because I approach I approach relationships very much so like females do where I'm very much so <laughs> hold up, hold up. Right let that. me rock all right yeah. where you know what, what really does it for me is good conversation really yeah. being able to you know have a great sustaining uh just relationship with someone yeah. I'm much more deeper than just how they look obviously how they look is what got my attention but. It don't really do it for me if I can't really have a conversation oh, with so you. Also, the lack of intelligence is a yeah. trigger. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, oh you I thought, thought you were saying. You thought if you smart, I, I ain't like, messing hey, with so, you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Like I got to be able to have a good conversation okay. with you and be witty and funny cool. and you get my jokes yeah. and understand that you don't take them personally. Yeah. Cool. I just think people need to understand that the times that they're in, because you meet people at different times and chapters. Like Yo, Somebody might be ready to do the whole commitment thing and somebody might just be exploring you know, their agency. So <laughs> for me, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you meet a girl who's like, wow, you have really like, fun spunky energy and you're just really a joy to be around for this moment i live moment to moment you know what i'm saying like so if you're a joy to be around in this moment you might not be one the next moment yeah or or i might you know move on or you might move on you know i I, I give myself i give myself space for that flexibility so i'll say i'll say my piece and then um i I, we touch on something i want to unpack a little bit too in in a good way um just from my idea standpoint. But um, for me, I think it's being inconsiderate, right? Like, I, I don't enjoy when um, people are um, not taking into account others. Um, so, you know, at least you're giving an hour and a half heads up, <laughs> right? But, like, I'm just... I'm just Cameraman, I'm just, can I get a tight zoom? I'm just being... I'm just being... On that really one. <laughs> can you... And then get a tight I'm zoom? Really I'm really... I look... I ask, <laughs> all right, let me, let me move this on. Because, we, we, you know, our, our man's... Unpack the unconsideration. Rich, Rich is telling us we got to move here. So, I want to hit uh, one thing, too. So, we talked about astrology. Are you guys really big believers in astrology and yes. Yes. matching? Okay, oh, so, gosh, so yes. let me let me. What's up? Why? I'm gonna Man. try to keep my answers as short as possible. Cool. So I'm gonna open with this: your body part is just a cluster of atoms, right? Mm. Really small pieces, and in between those atoms, this sounds very long-winded, by the way. Yeah, in between <laughs> those, <laughs> in between, yeah, we're talking about atoms. Chill. In between those, in between those atoms, right? are space that's like infinite and vast but to us it's just a hand right they're waves that come from this the nigga sun high as fuck right now <laughs> no <laughs> we like the waves all like right, your, vo- your vocal <laughs> waves right, Kanye. the light waves and all that other stuff so my whole thing is this like they're, they're if you're if you're heads. born under like you know the the scorpio sign or what have you mm. you know what i mean like there's certain vibes and vibrations coming from space and you know time and mm. different other things that, you know, will affect the, the cosmic soup. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you Mercury have... being in retrograde and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, have you ever woke up one morning and you feel well, like, yo, I feel great. I can't conquer well, the world. Is, and then some other yeah. days you're like, man, I'm just... Well, you, 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 said this, you said this before, this idea of like when you think about, you know, high tide and low tide, 70% of the earth is water, right? Yeah. And so and the fact that the moon, the gravitational pull between the moon, the sun, and the earth makes the water swell. You know what I mean, and you consider your body the same makeup. Exactly. You know, it's of of course those things will have some kind of impact on your mood. So I I believe what you're saying as well. But um, and th- even with physiology, there's some people who are more sensitive to those things than others. Facts. Facts. It's always so great to find something. the sensitive. Yeah, yeah. The earth is also flat. No, I mean, listen, like Ky- listen, listen, I, I I ain't saying the earth is flat. No, Kyrie Irving is a little loopy. But <laughs> shout out Kyrie shout out, for Brooklyn. Yeah. Yo, yeah. so You're, I went a majority of my life thinking that that was you know bogus. You know, like the world is flat. No, the <laughs> astrology <laughs> shit. Like it was just whatever. Mm-hmm. Until like I want to say at least a good past ten years or so, when I'm really able to make clear lineage uh, pathways of people that I know are Libras, people that I know are Scorpios, Cancers, whatever, and you've actually have a good decade of data of people that you've known, if not more, that are these signs and see clear differences and similarities of people born around certain mm-hmm. days. You're like, 
oh, this shit for real. This is very real. Mm. There's no, like, I mean, like, it's no mistake that I'm drawn to girls that are Libras and Scorpios. All the girls I've dated are Libras and Scorpios. I don't know their birthdays when I start talking to them and then actually, you know, metastasizing to something. It's like months later or even like a a month or two in, I'm just like, when's your birthday? And it'd be either the same day as some ex-girl or whatever. Mind you, I'm like, I made the same mistakes here with this one that I did before. But it's no mistake that that tends to be the case. You know what, though? I think the person that needs to be talking needs to talk. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Do that. No, so what about be, you? To be real, yeah, to be <laughs> real. Pisces, he loves I, long walks on the beach. Yo, I do really enjoy those, you know. Right. I love conversations and intelligence. Let's talk right. about these long Fireside long, chats. Fireside chats. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the perfect split of emotion and logic. That's me. I don't know if that's a Pisces thing, but I'll take that. Um, so sure. my, my thing is this. My thing is this. I, I really have not paid attention to it from the standpoint of, I think if I had been more uh, like visual, um, maybe I would agree more. My th- what's what's gotten me to believe astrology there is some something to astrology. Count count out the fact that it's been worked on and, and thought about for thousands of years is the fact that I have I've I've looked at Scorpios in my life actually, and it's and they're very similar. And so I have right now four Scorpios in my life, and I'm like I can see it's only that sign though I can see the connections across the board where I go, huh, there's something to this. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know you were a Scorpio until so you just said that. And I'm like, yo, you fit too. Like, and it's not a bad thing or whatever, but there is a, a, a way of looking so at the world. So you're saying you do agree with yeah, the astrology? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought I you were do. saying you didn't. No, didn't I, I think, I, think um, I don't put so much weight on it. Um, I.e. why I don't really know. I don't know when a Libra's born. Like, I couldn't tell you. I don't even know what Pisces. I know, gotcha. Tor- I know my, yeah, my siblings. Yeah, you know the ones that matter to you. Yeah, because yeah, they're I don't life, know all you know of them. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know when an Aries, or Aries, it's Iffy, right? Yeah, Aries, yes. Taurus, Aries. Okay, Tiffy, cool. see you know what I'm saying? Tiffy, yeah, Tiffy. That's my little sister. Shout out to her. Um, so, Younger sister. Yeah, um, so, um, so I don't, I, I, I agree. Leo. I agree. Yeah. 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 But I don't really know much about the signs, to be really honest. But we got to take it back for a certain because oh, we started talking about Yeah, he don't want to talk about signs dating. right now, man. He wants to give so you the mic your about experience dating. Hey, bitch, how we doing time? Let me, let me, yeah. What's your <laughs> nah, experience? Nah, nah. All right, this is it. We, we go, we go. Bonus <laughs> tracks. <laughs> Bonus <laughs> tracks, sir. But yeah, what's your experience been like dating? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you experience a good amount of success. You know, you're you're diligent in what you do, so mm-hmm. it pays off. What defines stuff. success to you? Just you his clothes that question? His clothes no, rates? he's talking about success in terms of... No, no, no. Um, I'm talking about his, like, his work success. success you know? Oh, work so success. So if somebody who's oh, success, like, what, oh, what, are, okay. what are the pangs and, like, you know, the the uh, the slings and arrows of what yeah. you experience so in dating? I'll, I'll be real. Like, and I, I think speaking to women out there that are listening in... Um, there's no question, I think, especially black women are at a disadvantage when it comes to the dating world because it's just, from a societal level, we, we can't disconnect the two, right? I think we think of things that happen on TV as being separate from us or things that we read in books as being separate from us, but they affect us. So when you have black men particularly being locked up, being put in prison, there's a lot of disenfranchisement that goes on in, in the black male existence that then unfortunately leads us to a space where you look at the antithesis of that, which is now the black woman. They are the most active entrepreneurial group in America. They are also the most educated subset of any kind of person in America. So when they're then confronted with the fact that the pool of black men is so small, their options are more limited. And and unfortunately, then a lot of like really shitty dudes get to get third, fourth, fifth, 20th chances because it's just a numbers game. So from that vantage point, 
you have a high advantage. So absolutely, that we'd be we'd be remiss to not to not acknowledge from at least an empath- empathetic standpoint. What I'll say about my dating experience is that I find so I've I've probably really had strong crushes or really liked maybe six maybe seven girls in my entire life. And for me, I think it's. There, there is a connection thing that sometimes you can't explain. You're like, oh, I really am really digging this woman. I don't like, and I'm, I'm making a concerted effort to show that. But in between that too, I think one of the things that I, I pride myself on to a certain extent is the ability to be as honest as possible, if not completely transparent with where I am in life when I talk to any woman. What happens, I think, a lot of times is, to your point, would be started with. You're doing the checkbox thing. So you're on Instagram. You're you're doing. You're looking at lives. You're looking at. Oh, I met him. Mm-hmm. He connects with me. Five minutes work. into the date. The five minutes into the date. I'm in. I'm, they've seen. They're seeing me in pictures with them on Instagram. They're seeing their friends talking about me at dinners. They're seeing their family meeting me. And it's like, well, we didn't even really. We don't know each other. Like we just met. So what I find happens a lot in my encounters is that what what can what should be to me a good experience at least. Let's see if we even are compatible ends up having daunting weight that at this point in my life, I go, if I'm not feeling her the same way, I don't want to hold that weight. So I've talked to Dre about this a lot, but in the last few months, I've been in this space where it's like, if it's not like really adding to me, I just go home. You know what I mean? Like I, I just go home. Yeah, but I'll that's but that's, that's more of a recent version yeah, of you. It yeah. hasn't been how your overall well, success well, no. has been. You know, well, developed. I don't think anything I said was inaccurate. I think no, I've I didn't say it wasn't way. inaccurate. The, the the new part is what I just said. What I finished on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But being truthful, I've always I've always been real about that, which I think is seen this way. It goes, oh my god, it's like he you can you're thorough. I appreciate that you say that. Most men wouldn't say that. And it's like it could be bad information. It could be like I don't, I don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. And it's like wow, you're so honest. So then because but I'm that honest, clear honest the, drives them closer to you, which because and, that's not a typical behavior right, of most but, men that they. But talk I still to. was honest. So at least okay. I don't lose sleep at night because for me I was real about where I stand. What what you what you then choose to do? Wink asleep. Yeah. What you then choose to do is it you're you're an adult. That's empathy versus well, let responsibility. Me, let me just add something yeah. here to how how you move that I understand, mm-hmm. but. I honestly kind of have a different take on it. And maybe because, like I said, I lean, I guess, maybe more and more of the, I guess, sensitive side to it. So I, how you say you're always blatantly honest. You always tell them like it is, right? You're always honest with them. But you move very sensually with them. At all, in a way, in a way, in a way, my, bro- my, my brother, in a way that gives them boyfriend, girlfriend vibes. Like, you don't move like, look, I'm going to be real with you. I really don't want this. No, honestly, but though, your energy I don't even think it's is, boyfriend, girlfriend vibes. I think, I, think that's just, I think that's just his space. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm telling you, space, I've but... watched this man move very specifically, very recently. i watched this man move in a, in a way where he kind of, he gives them the energy of, this could be us. Look what could happen. But now, nah, remember, I said earlier, I was being perfectly honest with you. Like, I really don't want a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. I just, we just, just kicking mixed it. signals, you're saying? That's that's exactly where I'm at, bro. I think you provide a very mixed signal based off of what you say versus the actions that you provide. Like, I think that this is a perfect cliffhanger for this episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. 
this is a really good conversation. If you conversation. know Ofo, mm-hmm. let us know what you think. Nah, I ain't going that far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's trying to throw the mitt on But this is actually really good. So we want you guys to go on, uh, what's the, Instas? Oh, at WYL Podcast. Yeah, WYL Podcast. And let us know. And also on Twitter. WYL Podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> good close out for And also yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, no, but for real, let us know what you think in terms of this dating situation. Kind of what's been your experience. And you know, if you're looking to hook up with Ofo, definitely drop us a line as at the well. WYL podcast you know or IG or Twitter. You gotta be careful though, because it's mixed signals out here. So. <laughs> hey, as long as they know I thought front. we came on the show to talk about ourselves, not about each other, but <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to WIL Take Ownership Podcast for France and Andre is O. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>